Hello, everybody. Welcome to Quirks of Creation. I'm your host, Elise Malone, and with me tonight is actually PJ Williams from Conspiracy Pilled. Thanks for joining us, PJ. Yeah, I'm super excited. So I'm excited too. I'll try me. not to call you all the nicknames I call you. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. I'll, yeah. I'll try to refrain. <laughs> I caught myself already. So, <laughs> no, so PJ is joining us tonight because Jess unfortunately will not be here. She went on a super secret science mission and needed to rest. So, we're yeah. just stuck with PJ now. No. <laughs> yeah. So, Jess, I see she's in the chat. Your show are belong to me now. I own this now. I'm taking over. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's a crossover. It's a takeover. Yeah, it's not a crossover. This is a conquest for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they, Planting they slowly, my flag on quirks of creation. Exactly. They slowly came in, like, oh, we'll we'll do an episode with you guys. And now it's just Jess is out. Now I'm now I'm next. handing out Sorry. yeah, now I'm handing out smallpox blankets and just taking <laughs> taking over. I wasn't gonna go there, <laughs> but you did it. You did it. Ah. Well, um, so Jess tonight was going to talk about magnetism and ley lines, and we are still going to do that in a future episode. Still really excited to talk about that. But tonight, um, PJ and I kind of last minute decided we're going to talk about the Ark of the Covenant, which PJ and Abby have already covered on uh, Conspiracy Pilled. Oh, it's a Pepsi. I was waiting for it to be a beer. I know. I heard uh, it. I I wanted a beer, but I am so incredibly tired. I was like, uh, I told my wife, I'm like, run to the gas station, get me any caffeine you can find and just bring it home. Caffeine, please. Yeah. Just caffeine. Yeah, absolutely. No, but you're right. We covered, so we covered the Ark of the Covenant and you covered um, the, sorry, um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. And in both of these cases, we kind of skirted the edges of this guy named Ron Wyatt. Yes. And... I originally just kind of ignored him, and then we've had guests on and talked to other people who take Ron Wyatt's claims seriously. So, and you, and again, I don't remember exactly what you guys said about him, but I'm like, we've both kind of touched on this same subject, and I feel like it'd be a per perfect crossover to actually yes. dive into it. When we covered the Ark, we covered it more from the side of like the main claim being Ethiopia has the Ark, and then yeah. what I was the, the claim I was kind of looking into, which is a newer claim, is that the Temple Institute is saying that they know where the Ark is, that it's buried underneath the Temple Mound, and that as soon as they get it, essentially, like, war breaks out, you know, they put in the new priests, the third temple is built, like, end times type stuff. But I, so I didn't get into the Ron Wyatt stuff at all yeah. on that episode. Yeah. I think I even told you, like, maybe don't, maybe just don't touch it. <laughs> because, yeah. It, it deserves its own episode, for it sure. It kind of does. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, and... He came up for me twice. Yeah. So with Sodom and Gomorrah for sure. And I started yeah. to discuss or I started in my notes to like <clears throat> discuss it. And I was like, whoa, so controversial. I'm not even <laughs> just going to save it. Well, just I got to say, I pulled up a I pulled up a site here that has a bunch of his alleged discoveries. And I'm looking through this going, <sighs> this Ron Wyatt guy is going to show up on Quirks of Creation a lot. So. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I have a list, too. And I'm okay. going to touch on touch on. Yeah. Those. Yeah. And also, not, spoiler alert, but like excuses. There's a whole list of excuses behind it, and I, I can't. Yeah, wait. I can't. Yeah, wait. there's a lot here. It's pretty wild stuff. There's a lot. This here. is this is the the tabloidiest episode. Not just because you have me who who runs a conspiracy <laughs> show, but we're also yeah. talking about Ron Wyatt. So it's gonna be the most tabloidy episode of Quirks of Creation so far. Oh, I wish we would have played with that more <laughs> and made it our thumbnail a tabloid. Oh. Yeah, 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 that would have been great. Darn it. Uh, oh well. I'm sure I'm sure we'll get a meme <laughs> based babe. I'm just kidding. But anyway. <laughs> um yes, Ron Wyatt. Definitely that's what we're focusing on with the arc here. Um so much to dive into. But before I guess before we really get into all the crazy stuff, since you did cover this and you covered it so well, and I'm just gonna put you on the spot because I'm the oldest and I can, I guess. Um, <laughs> do you mind like summing yeah. up what the summing arc up is? What the arc is, sure. What we why we don't have it, maybe. Sure. Yeah. So the the Ark of the Covenant, according to the book of Exodus, is when God instructed Moses to build this. He instructed him to build it during this 40 days up on Mount Sinai. And he gives these detailed instructions. 
and tells us what it's made of. It's two and a half cubits in length. And you guys have covered cubits a lot before, but it's basically the length of your forearm to your fingertip. And honestly, in the well, I wanted to bring this up because I think this will be important for some of Ron Wyatt's claims is there's like different standardized cubit measurements depending on what society. So like the Egyptian cubit, I think was 22 inches roughly today. And then there's the Hebrew cubit, which is like 18 inches. And yeah. anyway, doesn't matter. But yeah, they're, well, it does. But they're not but anyway, all the same. Yeah, they're not all the same because it would basically go off of the ruler of the time mm-hmm. or whatever ruler set it up. And then they would like measure out his elbow to his fingertip and like make a standard cubit for their nation. Right, so it's two and a half cubits in length, one and a half cubits in breadth, one and a half cubits in height. It's made of acacia wood, and it's got these. It's gilded entirely with gold. Uh, has a crown molding of gold that's be put around it. it. Has four rings of gold which are attached to its four corners. So there's two on each side, and they, it, through these rings they would put these poles that they would carry it with. Yep. Uh, and those were made of shittim wood. I'm probably saying that wrong. Shittim wood. <laughs> Uh, it sounds, sounds good weird to me. when I say it. Shit and wood overlaid with uh, the gold lid and then, uh, ca- oh my gosh, caparet. Anyway, this is the mercy seat of God. This is where God's presence would come down and he, it would dwell. It also had things inside of it. It held the two tablets of the Ten Commandments. It held a golden jar of manna and it uh, held Aaron's rod. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, they had this whole thing, this tent of meeting and they would set it up because this was when they were a, nomadic tribe so they would travel from place to place it's up this new tent of meeting and there's like tons and tons and tons of rules of who can you know set it up how it's set up who can go inside and when and this thing would god wasn't this was no joke because god would kill people for mishandling the ark consequences Um, were dire Very dark. My favorite story. My favorite story in this that I brought up on our show. Yeah. So I'll bring it up my ears. Uh, when the, uh, who was it? It was the the Babylonians took it. I have it somewhere in my notes. Um, so <laughs> so uh, let's see. It, the Philistines took it. That's right. The Philistines yeah. took it and they put it in their temple next to their god Dagon or Dagon or whatever. And uh, God didn't like that. So overnight, Dagon would just fall over. And then they'd set him back up and he'd fall over. And then the last time he, f- he was like decapitated, right? <laughs> like, and, no. then, and then it says in the Bible that he gave the Philistines emeralds, which has two interesting interpretations. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. one of them is tumors and the other one is hemorrhoids. <laughs> so I love, I love the idea that God's like, I'm going to decapitate your fish God and give you hemorrhoids. <laughs> For stealing my mercy seat. You're going to be very uncomfortable at the very least. <laughs> you want to take my seat? You won't be able to sit down for weeks. These yes. giant emeralds. Yeah. Emeralds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. And then there was a story you told too about um, it was it was falling or something. They were carrying it. and it Yeah. One guy to... was uh, carrying it or they were carrying it. One guy started to slip and a guy who was not allowed to touch it reached out yeah. to, to stabilize the ark, killed him dead. Yeah. And um, he, he was done. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So there's like all, you know, there's like a lot of theories. Like obviously nowadays we look back at like uh, all this stuff and try to apply modern day technologies. People are like this was some kind of nuclear super weapon. And there's like people <laughs> that go into the whole, like this thing was, I don't know, whatever, but they would carry it into battle. So this is what would help them win wars and, and all these things. Um, and eventually, eventually they built a temple for it. Uh, Solomon's temple. Um, and then, yeah. And so it had like a permanent resting place. Right. And yeah. then Solomon's temple was the first temple. And then that yes. was destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar. The, it was destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar in what? Uh, 587. 586, I, I think, think. Yeah. BC. And then afterwards, it was the, the temple was rebuilt. But there's never a mention of the ark again. The only time you really hear about the ark again in the Bible is in Revelation when it's in heaven. Yes. Um, yes. That's in the canonical Bible. So there are mentions of it in other extra biblical texts um, like Maccabees and so I don't know where you I don't know what you want part you want oh, to get into yet. No, that's all good. Um, we can, I mean, we're definitely going to talk about it. So sure. Um, but yeah. Second. Well. I don't know. It doesn't. You're not really going to spoil well, anything. Well, no, there's cause... just different theories on it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's the cat. There, 
the, the interesting thing about Ron Wyatt, because Ron Wyatt, who we're going to be talking about, claimed to have found the Ark. And we can get into his claims in a minute. But I yeah. find this interesting because depending on your beliefs is what I think makes you more likely or more willing to believe th- uh, three different theories, right? So there's the theory that it was destroyed and that, yeah. and this would be the Catholic belief, would or this would, I say Catholic belief. I'm saying this because I feel like this is what the Catholics want to believe more than anything because they would call Mary the new Ark of the Covenant, right? Right. So yes. the, the idea that it was destroyed, even though it's never listed, it never says it's destroyed and it's never listed in the spoils that the Babylonians took from the temple. Right. Um, and Both then would have been a big deal to mention. Right. Sorry. And then there's no. the more Jewish uh, understanding of this. This was hidden by Jeremiah is one of the claims. Yep. And there's other claims as a fact that there was, uh, you know, false arcs made and they maybe destroyed yes. a false one. And Jeremiah hid it in a cave. I think that's the Maccabees version, yes. if I'm yep. correct. Yep. So that would be the more Jewish belief. And this is what the Temple Mount believes. Well, no, there's two claims. One of them is that Jeremiah hid it in a cave outside of the city. And the other one is that... Uh, Another, one of the kings hit it underneath the Temple Mound. Yes. So it's still in that physical location of the Holy of Holies, but it's directly underneath it. And this today is controlled by uh, this Muslim group that controls the Temple Mount where they built the Dome of the Rock. So the Jews have no access to this at all. But that is like the main theory that the Temple Institute is putting out that is being talked about as in like, They've got the gold. They've got the 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 red heifers ready. They've got uh, the Levitical priests ready. They literally have everything within the next two years ready to build a third temple. And they're openly saying at this point, it's underneath the Temple Mount. And when we're ready, we're going to get it. And that that's the kind of the claim that I was making on my show. Yeah, is that if they're telling the truth, this is like end times level stuff going on. Exactly. Um, and then the Christians, uh, more Protestant belief, I think, would be what. I'm not saying that's not Protestant, but I think it's easier for Protestants to want to believe what Ron Wyatt's saying, that uh, he found the Ark and that it, yeah. uh, basically Jesus's blood dripped onto this Ark and there's some kind of mystical symbolism there. I, yep. Yep. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yep. I'm, try- I'm not trying to like, no. cut into your notes, but. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Who writes notes? <laughs> <This is> just... <laughs> Nobody does I'm that. going, I'm winging this whole episode. I pretty much am too. <clears throat> Heads up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. So there's so many different ways to look at it. I'm obviously going to prove you wrong that Ron Wyatt found it. And um, <laughs> this, is, this is just going to be what's crazy about all this, bef- not to jump ahead, but it's more mystical with him than it is yeah. archaeological or scientific or anything you can really point to. It's definitely... um it's a very good story. Ron Wyatt's got this like <laughs> autistic detachment <laughs> in some ways where he's just like, yeah, this is what I found. This way. is what I did. And he just talks very matter of factly about very mystical things. And it's, yeah, his claims are so interesting. Cause he's just so matter of fact about it. That there's so much. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to jump into who he is for anybody who Let's doesn't do it. know, because it'll be really easy to just get, um, first of all, actually, I'm going to show everybody the, uh, you know, what the arc looks like in case you haven't really seen. There it is, right? Yep. Obviously. <laughs> uh, people obviously. listening, this is uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Oh, man. Now I don't know. I'm still learning this stuff, you guys. Just tell me when to, to go through the slides and I'll change them for you. Oh, thanks. All right, so the next one's showing us where it is, obviously. We know oh, wait, where it is. Wrong, oh, yeah, wrong direction. Way. There we go. <laughs> it's in this warehouse. Obviously, Just, okay. it's in Area 51. I obviously. mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark is the greatest historical document of all time. And this is based what they on Ron us. Wyatt. Just based saying. on Ron Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on. Legitimately, no, though, get... if you add up all of the Indiana Jones movies and comic books and video games, Ron Wyatt has found more <laughs> historical uh, yeah. significant things than Indiana Jones. Indy should be jealous. Yeah. He looks like uh, an amateur compared to <laughs> Ron <Sure>. Wyatt. <laughs> uh, but the next one for real is a drawing of, and I promise that's my last Indiana Jones. Like, I won't promise that that's my last reference to Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> it's, okay. It's my last picture. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. It's my last picture. <laughs> 
But this is like a drawing of, and I'm pretty sure this is the drawing based off of Ro, what Ron Wyatt said. Yeah, can we can like. we talk about this for a minute? Because Absolutely. if you go back, you usually see the Ark of the Covenant with the angels. Have, you, basically, people just copied and pasted what Indiana Jones, uh, what Raiders of the Lost Ark Essentially. did. And they've yeah. got the two wings facing forward and touching each other. Yep. But that's not fully the claim that's in the Bible. And the way that no. Ron Wyatt drew it is probably why a lot of people think that he found it, because it does look like a throne. Thank you. But it also makes sense with the biblical text. Yes. This is accurate if you if you read the Bible. <laughs> the only thing that I wonder this. about this is I've seen people put the poles the other direction. Mm. As in, so the seat would be facing forward as they carry it, as if they were carrying a king that way. It, yeah, and that makes sense too. Right, because it doesn't tell you which way the poles run as far as it won't run the length of the width, just that there's the four corners holding the poles. So like, I think if you change the <clears throat> poles the other way, this would literally look like they're marching a throne. Yes. As in the, the mercy seat of God, that God is sitting on this throne. So I actually love this drawing of it because I think this is more accurate to what the Bible's probably describing it as. Agreed. And yeah, and the the one from Indiana Jones, as much of a joke as that was, it wasn't because that is typically the how image you see, Yeah, how people portray it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, just a little refresher for what what that looks like. Yeah. Um. Ron Wyatt. So yes, he's come up in discussions with us a lot. And actually, Jess and I did um, a little chat about him in our Quirks or Quacks episode. We played one of we played a TikTok that had involved him, and I'm actually going to play it later, so you guys will get a little sneaky peek into that if you haven't signed up for that yet. But QuirksOfCreation.locals.com. <laughs> Yay! Yep. Anywho, so. He was a nurse anesthetist who was inspired by an article that came from Life magazine back in 1960. Um, this article was talking about the um, site, that site in Turkey. It was the Durupinar site. And they said that they had found the Noah's boat, the ark. Noah's, Noah's ark. ark, yeah. Different and ark. there is a photo of different ark, yeah. Hmm. There's a photo of that too. Um, it should be the next one. And it's just a, an, a photo of the Life magazine article. And you can yeah, see it's not a great picture. But that's the, the top of the mountain, the Durapinar site. And if you go to the next one, it shows even better in color. You can see. So for anybody looking at it, you can kind of see a formation of the arc at the top of this mountain, which is in Turkey, close to Mount Ararat. And this, again, was brought up in this um, article that caught his attention. And it really just inspired him to become this, like, self-taught archaeologist, self-funded, all these things, and spurred this career he made for himself, I'll say. I'm glad you brought up the Ark thing first because this is a claim that gets put for Ron White a lot is that he discovered the Ark, but he didn't. He popularized yes. it. No, he did not discover it. He popularized it. Exactly. Yeah. He went out there he went out there many times and yes, he made it very very popular. It was the the magazine article back in 1960. The titles very misleading because they weren't even saying like this is the ark. This is Noah's ark. They weren't. They were just like looks like it. How cool right, is that? Yeah. You know, they weren't even making that claim. But he was other folks he took the claim to the next claim. level. Like this is definitely the ark. He said he found like petrified wood that buried underneath and things like that. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Which is not true. Here we go. This I'll is the see. movie we need. Ron Wyatt in the quest for the lost ark. <laughs> it's got to yes! be better than the new Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny or whatever that's in theaters. Oh goodness! Well, he made his own movie, and you can go watch it. And it's hard. To Does watch. he carry a bullwhip? No, unfortunately, no. no. He doesn't have the satchel <laughs> or the bullwhip. He doesn't even have a hat for most of it. Gosh. Come on, dude. Missed what opportunities. He does have this saw that he uses. What is that? What's the saw? <laughs> yeah. Which, I'm just trying to imagine you. Indiana Jones with a saw. <laughs> uh, I am not an archaeologist. A saw I've never been on a dig. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Thank you. I was like, saw. Yeah. That one. He's okay. holding it at one point in the dig, which we'll get into through this like fake wall. And he's literally holding it just like chiseling away <laughs> at the wall. And I, again, I'm not an archaeologist. I haven't been on a dig, but I can tell you right here, right now, that that is not how you do things. No. To get through a wall. <laughs> Oh my goodness. We'll get into that further. But no, that's his like weapon of choice, isn't it? A sawzall, not a, a sledgehammer and a sawzall. He's like, we're not using precise things. We're getting to, we're going to get to I'm, it. Yeah. I'm not yeah. getting out the hammer and the chisel. We're just going to. Yep. Yeah. I don't have time to waste anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so between like 1977, 1999, Wyatt went to the Middle East close to a hundred times back and forth mm. and finding all these remarkable things. Um, if you haven't guessed yet, this is very controversial. Extremely, <laughs> extremely, extremely controversial. So it's so controversial that Ken Ham doesn't believe this guy. <laughs> <laughs> even him, <laughs> even him. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's not just like biblical, biblical archeology. span It's scientists, historians, and creationists, archaeologists from every field, he just, all of them are like, no, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> it's no. weird because there are there are a couple of people that I respect who really believe in this guy. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to take another look at it. It's like, am I wrong? Like, he just seems, everybody doesn't like this guy, but it, there, it, there is this matter-of-factness to him that I think makes him believable to a lot of people, which is just like, he just reads the Bible, takes it exactly for what it says, and then go it, just like with the what was I going to say? Just like with the mercy seat, right? He's like mm -hmm. looking at this and he's saying, "This is what the Bible says, and here's here's my drawing of it, and here's what it is, and here's where it is." And it's just very very biblical, yeah. You know the way that he looks at uh, Sodom and Gomorrah or Noah's Ark or things like that. The Noah's Ark thing. Can I? Sorry, can I talk about the Ken Ham yeah. thing really quick? Oh yeah, please. This is what I was saying about the cubits. Is that site? Because I I had read art, different articles, not just Ron Wyatt, but other people making the claim that this really does match up location wise yeah. what the Bible says, size wise things like that. And I was really buying into. I got to look into it further though because I was listening to to Ken Ham talk about. It, and he's like, yeah, it actually doesn't. And he explained why because he's like, yeah. it measures the length in cubits if you take the Egyptian cubit. Mm. And Ron Wyatt's claim is that. Uh, because Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible that he was, yeah. and he was raised in Egypt. He was using the Egyptian cubit, but he's like, but then that's, it, it ends there. Cause the width, doesn't match up to either cubit size and all these other things. So I, I thought just from things I had read that this really was maybe where they found the ark. Now I'm not so sure. The claim that they have, like the, what I was reading today, cause I was kind of brushing up on it. You know, they were saying that, Geologists are like, no, and there's no wood here. And then they're like, well, mm -hmm. the the wood is in the rock, and the rock formed this and it petrified thing. or something yep. like that. Yeah. And basically everybody's like, no, like none of this adds up. See, and that's the thing is I had anyway. read, I had read that they really did find the the same type of I read all the claims that Ron Wyatt made, yeah. but I read it from other people. And I just yes. took it as in, oh wow, this is crazy. This must be so true. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. When we did the our episode on the flood, this came up, obviously. How could it mm -hmm. not? And I started to look into it, and I was like, you know what? On this episode, I'm not even touching the ark. <laughs> where it is, who, where it could be, blah, blah, blah. That, that's a whole nother. Because it's not just this claim. There's a few others from other people who are like, we have found it, or you can't find it, or whatever. So it's just... Uh, I don't know, but no, none of this has been um, confirmed, at least. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. but it keeps coming up because he keeps, not him. Ron Wyatt passed away in 1999, but his followers, it just kind of keeps coming up. Like, how about now? How about now? Right. Yeah. Now, you've it's there now, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, still not there. <laughs> still, <laughs> well, still also, now. you said it's not even on Mount Ararat, right? It's on a mountain no. nearby. Yes. Yeah. So it's like in that area but it's right. not but it's okay. not there yeah so um yeah findings very controversial his alleged discoveries i'm just going to name a few besides the ark of the covenant and then we'll get into kind of where he 
Well, no, I'll talk about where he was digging first and then we'll jump into like sure all the more controversial stuff. So this that I'm going to read right now, maybe possibly, is his account of how he discovered it. And his wife wrote it down like she told it to he told it to her. I don't know. Do pronouns even matter anymore? And then, uh, <laughs> last day of Pride Month, they'll matter again tomorrow. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is like his account of what happened. So in 1978, Ron and his sons, Danny and Ronnie, made two trips to Israel in order to dive down, drive down to the western shore of the Gulf of Aqaba in Egypt to search for chariot parts in the Red Sea. Another claim that he made, by the way, mm-hmm. was that he had found chariot parts, bones horse bones the cross yeah on the crossing where yeah yep so he was checking into that um this was during the time that israel was occupying the sinai peninsula and therefore the place ron believed to be the crossing site could only be reached by traveling from israel instead of going through cairo during his second trip he Learned a very painful lesson. He swam for hours, searching the seafloor at a depth of about 30 feet, believing that the water would filter out the sun's harmful rays. <laughs> how <we're>... Nope. <laughs> That's not how nope. that works. <laughs> no. <laughs> However, this wasn't the case, and as a result, his legs and feet became painfully swollen to such an extent that he couldn't get his fins on. Um, unable to dive anymore and with no motel in the area, he and the boys had no choice but return to Jerusalem to wait for their flight in Tel Aviv. Go back to the U.S. <clears throat> One day in Jerusalem, after the swelling in Ron's legs and feet went down a bit, he decided to go sightseeing in the immediate area around his hotel near the Damascus Gate. Walking along an ancient stone quarry known uh, known to some as the Calvary Escarpment, he began conversing with local authorities about Roman antiquities. At one point, they stopped walking, and Ron's left hand pointed to a site being used as a trash dump, and he stated, there's Jeremiah's grotto, and the Ark of the Covenant is in there. Even though these words had not come from his own mouth and his hand had pointed, he had not consciously done or said these things. In fact, it was the first time he'd ever thought about ex- excavating for the Ark. The man with him, quite out of character, also reacted strangely. He said, that's wonderful. You want to excavate? We'll furnish your permits, put you up in a place to stay, and even furnish your meals. They are right. generous. <laughs> That's the, I'm sorry. Can I just pause you there? Yes, That's please. the least believable part of this whole story. Like the so idea far. of God. Yeah, no, so far because like the <laughs> idea of of God, like you know, directing his hand and his mouth to say things. I could believe this, but like the idea, that this guy's like, yeah, you know, this super sacred site in Israel in some unpermitted archaeology. Some, yeah, yeah. you have to some have at least a BA dude. in archaeology to even like apply for a permit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which he did not have. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'll get into that too, because Israel Antiquities, hi, AA, I can't remember what it stands for. I've got it in my notes somewhere. But they're just like, we let this guy dig here, but he didn't. Yeah, even his own claims are that every every time he had permission, it was word of mouth. He had never had a contract. And um, he spent 90 days in a Turkish jail one time for uh, going... Uh, to Mount Sinai, which he was not allowed to be on. He was not allowed to be yeah. there. Yeah. But they said I could. <clears throat> yep. They, they say a lot of things, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so do you. But anyway, well, <laughs> <laughs> the last bit of this is, um, but Ron didn't know what to think. He knew it was a supernatural experience. But was it of God or was it of someone else? By this time, Ron had made major discoveries in Turkey and found numerous chariot parts in the Red Sea. But not once had he ever had an experience such as this. It was like a thunderbolt out of the blue on a perfectly sunny day. He had to decline the man's offer, at least until he could figure out if there was any reason to believe the Ark could be in that location. So he and the boys came home as planned. But once home, Ron began some serious research and study. Dun, dun, dun. So that's the story, according to him, of how he originally found, like, the area to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I don't believe that God can like speak and move through people or anything of that nature, but it's not, it's like one of many supernatural. Oh, wait, we lost you. I can't hear you. 
Oh, uh, you can hear me now. Yep. Can you hear me? Okay, okay, I was saying, I was saying, it's not that part that that beggars belief. It's the part where they're no. like, yeah, go ahead and dig in this, yeah. you know, ancient city with all these sacred sites. Just some, just some guy with a, a sawzall and a sledgehammer and <laughs> dynamite. Just go ahead. And- just go for it. You just go for it. <laughs> you do sh- you, Ron Wyatt. You do you. <laughs> you do you. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so, um, so yeah. So I think it was a year later. He comes back. And him and his boys and his wife, and they come back to do the excavating. And he goes to originally, I want to say, the Garden Temple, mm-hmm. which is outside the city gates and thought to be like Golgotha by some, or where Jesus was buried, crucified, and that. The temple crucified. So what I had read is that this Mm -hmm. is a site that people think could be where Jesus was crucified. Yes. But it's not the most accepted. It's not the one that most people believe is where Jesus was crucified. Yeah. I think most believe that it's where the church of the Holy Sepulcher is now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Even though that now is inside the city gates, there's debate about that too, but that one's the more Mm -hmm. accepted and where he was starting to dig, not not so much. Again, nothing. It's it's a possibility, but it's just not yeah. the main belief of people. Yeah. Yes. So he starts digging there, and it's this escarpment. Like there's, uh, it's just rocks and rocks and. Anyway, he he finds this boulder where he wanted to start digging. And like moves to the right of it and just starts going down. And I mean, according to him, they're just moving tons and tons of debris, digging these pretty much just this like long shaft down mm-hmm. through all of this rock. And at some point during all of this, I don't know, it gets kind of Could, well. Messy. What I had read is that he had found a square hole. And then he gets a few, to that, yes. A few square holes yeah, after he digs yes. down, and one of yep. these square holes has got a plug in it, a, ro- a yep. square rock plug. Yep. And he believes these square holes are where they put the crosses. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And also there was some cutouts in the in the rock, too, where he said they put the signs of, like, who was being crucified. But Right. Yep. Yeah. So all of that. And he digs further down. Like, he finds three. And then I think he digs further down, and he finds four of them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he believed that that's where the crosses were, and the that stone was put there to like keep the debris out of the holes. And Ron, sorry, just, <laughs> I am now, but anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's also like this giant crack in the rock. And his claim eventually is that Jesus was crucified. And when the soldier um, put the spear into his side to confirm that he was dead, the blood ran down. You said this earlier, dripped down through this, down into the chamber where the Ark of the Covenant is and splattered on the Ark. Right. He said he said there was like a dried black substance on the roof above the Ark that he mm-hmm. was able to scrape. Yeah. And get blood Which, samples. He followed a crack all the way down from this square peg hole to. Okay. So I read, I'm sorry. I read this two different ways. I read that he was looking at the square, he was looking at the hole in the crack, and then he came in from the side and yes. like confirmed that they matched up yeah. and that yeah. he was able to find all of these things like the Ark of the Covenant, Goliath's sword, the the showbread. Yes. Uh, what, there, there's a whole lot of things there's down here. There's a whole that he says bunch he finds. of things in there. The something. It's essentially the claim of Jeremiah, like taking all these artifacts yeah. when Babylon and is coming and hiding them in a cave. Yeah yeah. 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 And it's called Zedekiah's Grotto. Mm-hmm. And it was also um, Macquarie is where he comes in from next. So, yes, you're right. So he starts out at the top, but then he comes around through Zedekiah's tunnels and Solomon's quarry. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And you can go in there today. And look all around, see that it is a quarry with all everything kind of. Right. I have that. So he goes in through there, yes, to confirm that this all matches up. And that's how he finds it. 
and I don't want to share this screen. I want to share this one. So that's like where you would go in to see it. Okay. And this is, um, hold on. Sorry. Do I need to make the screen full size? Nah, I think maybe. Yeah. Just so you guys can, can see the whole, if you can, but it's just the quarry and the stone where he was taken and where he took, um, where he took it next. Like here you can see where the, Oh my gosh. Why is it doing that? It's yeah. messing up on me. <laughs> you can see it, I guess. There it is. Anyway, it's not, it's doing it's not something a super weird. big deal. Whatever. But basically, anybody's listening, you can just see like this cave and you can see where they cut out the stone, the stones and through the quarry and things like that. So look how epic that is. Peter's too busy, <laughs> but it's a shadow of somebody. I don't know. It's all good. I'll just go back to us. You get the gist of it. Going back to him getting the, um, no. We good? I think so. I don't know. We'll <laughs> Whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get. We'll get there. I don't know what's happening. I'm still anymore. running on welfare Wi-Fi, so there's a little bit of lag on my end. So, yeah. Does it keep jumping back and forth? Because it is, but I think we're set now. Yeah, it's it's my internet that's causing that. Oh, I did it again. Never mind. Just keep talking. We'll we'll get there okay. eventually. Okay. <laughs> Just ignore it for now. Anywho, so don't I have a Jess seizure, was, people. Yeah, please don't. I'm trying. We're trying. Oh my gosh, it's still doing it. <laughs> Just talk. It's all good. <laughs> so when he took samples of the blood when he found it. Oh, well, PJ's gone. Oh, well. Anyway, I wish Jess was here for this part. Hey, welcome back. So when he took samples of the blood, I don't know. Keep going. He used a, the tab of like a soda can and a canister that like a film canister. Anybody who doesn't remember those, you know, like. Yay big and around and um so he's he's picking off the blood with this soda tab into this film canister. <laughs> very archaeo uh, archaeological uh tools. Very equipment. scientific, very yeah. oh my goodness. So again, I can just I can just hear her see her getting upset <laughs> and uh, all the things that are wrong with that. So many things that are wrong with that. But I mean, you can't, it's all contaminated. You could not get anything good from this sample. <laughs> I, I am dying. Me too. No. <laughs> but you couldn't get anything positive from this sample. And we'll get into like what he claims to have found. And why I also like want to believe him, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Can we I talk about what can't. he found at the so or do you yeah. have a video or do you no, want no, to no. talk? Uh, okay. Well, I have the video of the blood and what he did with that. But I Okay, that's what I was asking about. Yeah, you want to do that? Yeah, let's Jump watch it. So, watch yeah, he it. gets this scrapes into a <laughs> Sorry, go film ahead. canister <laughs> into a film canister with a soda can top. And oh it's gosh. this black dried 2000-year-old blood supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Exactly. Which, by the way, would have not would would not have. Well, he talks about it. We can let him talk about it. I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll let him. I'll let him go, and then we'll. And then we'll talk about it. Now then, first of all, in this analysis, I took the blood into a laboratory in Israel. I asked one of the people I work with in, in antiquities, where is a good laboratory that does reliable work. And they said, such and such, such and such. I took it. I just said, please examine this blood and tell me what you can tell me can you, about it. Can you it. pause it real quick? Right? They said, well, no. look. We're I love how his claims are so specific. He's like, I took it to such and such lab. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, well yeah. I like, <laughs> there's, there's no 
corroborating verification of this story. So much so that he won't even name the lab. That he and took no it to. lab will come forth and take credit for it either. Well, is that can somebody Google this? Is there a such and such bio <laughs> lab in Tel Aviv? Is there? Yeah. Oh <laughs> Sorry, go goodness. ahead. I just find that funny. No, it's yeah. We're gonna reconstitute it. We're gonna put it in normal saline and keep it at body temperature for seventy-two hours with uh, gentle swirling. All right. That's their business. That's great. I said, now, I want to be there when you check it out. They said, fine. So I was back. They checked it out. I said, now, uh, they said, it's human blood. We can tell that. They did whatever tests they need to do. And then I said, take some of the white blood cells and put them in a growth medium. And Okay, so when we talked about this on Quirks or Quacks. Yeah. Jess pointed out, and I'm going to point this out for her, too. She's like, such and such lab, and they did this, and they did that. Now, I told, but I told them, and he specifically right. knew, like, put it in a growth medium and do all of this. Well, serious. He, he was a nurse anesthetist. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. Anyway, yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. Yes. Keep them at body temperature for 48 hours, and they said, well, that'll do no good because it's dead blood i said would you please do that for me and they said okay we'll do it so anyway i said i want to be there when you take it out and examine it so i was back there they took it out examined it under microscope and the one technician called the other one over there and then they called the boss over there and they were talking Hebrew a mile a minute there for a little bit and they looked at me and they said, Mr. Wyatt, this human blood only has 24 chromosomes in it. Everybody else has 46. You see 23 from your mother, 23 from your father, 22 autosomes from your mother, 22 autosomes from your father. You get an X from your mother, you may get an X or a Y from your father, all right? This blood had 23 chromosomes from the mother's side, one Y chromosome only. You see, the ch a child could not have developed if they hadn't had the autosomes from the mother. So all of his physical characteristics were determined by his mother's side of the family. I don't think he could have okay. developed anyway. Okay. Can I just point this out? <laughs> he is claiming, and nobody, nobody's yet has pointed this out. Is he claiming that Jesus had super Down syndrome? Somebody like, did point that out. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. He either would have been extremely deformed at the very least wouldn't probably not have survived anyway you can't but. live I, I, somebody jess probably knows this better than i do but i, I, I don't know. think this is possible <laughs> first of all, okay it's jesus obviously we're supposed to you know take this as in like it, he's trying to explain this in a supernatural way i'm i have this hard time on, like yeah. getting i have this weird okay let me put it this way god creates adam right yeah Adam, I'm sure, has 46 chromosomes. <laughs> this whole thing. But when he makes Jesus, he, he couldn't, he wasn't, he wasn't physical, is the claim here, right? God didn't, he wasn't physical. So the only thing he could do was give him a Y chromosome for some reason, but he couldn't possibly have given Jesus other chromosomes. Other chromosomes. So yeah. he gives Jesus super down syndrome instead. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're right. The thing is, like, you don't. I think the thing that's hard is you don't want to be like, oh, well, it wouldn't have happened that way. And it's like, well, why can't God have done that? It's not that God, Jesus had to be fully man. And Thank fully, you. This is, yes. this is the the thing I, I read this and even getting beyond the scientific, I'm like, just theologically, yeah. yes. if Jesus is fully man and fully God, as the Bible yep. claims, yep. why would he be all yeah. woman plus one tiny plus, part God? Plus one. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd, it'd be more like Gilgamesh-ish, like two-thirds I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking this reminds me of like a Gilgamesh uh, story a little bit. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no. If Gilgamesh had Down syndrome. Maybe he did. I don't know. 
That is, I'm sorry. That is what Down syndrome is, though, right? Is where you're missing chromosomes. Um, hold on. I'm looking for Jess. Ha ha ha. Well, keep going. I'll look it up. I, like somebody, somebody did mention it, and I meant to make a note of it. But he would have, at the very least, um, like most likely. Oh no! Sorry, Down syndrome is an extra chromosome. I'm thinking of extra. it backwards. Okay. Reverse that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to keep playing this because he's almost done. Okay. And we'll. Her autosomes. His maleness was determined by this one Y that came from the source, not a human male. Then they said, this blood is alive. And then they said, whose blood is this? I said, it's the blood of your Messiah. Yeah. That part gets me. I'm always like, oh, I'm such, a, such an idiot. Like, don't cry. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe he's telling the truth. No, no, stop it. Stop it. Just anybody can fake cry. He, ha he has this very evangelical, like, yes. emotional uh, call to, to, you know, salvation message. And I'm I'm sure that it's you know helped some people maybe, but I it's hard for me to watch this guy and not get that same feeling that I that I get when I see you know you know someone who is such a profound liar like that they don't realize they're doing it like they believe yeah. their own lies like this yep. is what I, this is just besides the the claims like let's say you know science disagrees with this and that and the other and maybe God spoke to this guy and gave him all these things. He just comes off as someone who's just so believes his own lies. I yes. guess. Is that how yes. you feel too? Yes. Very much so. There's a story about somebody, um, you know, he was trying to be funded by someone. And then I can't remember the name, but the guy was like, I will. He's an emotional manipulator. Yeah. Yes, Jess. Yes, absolutely. And he... So the story goes, that which, he, by the way, I'm not trying to make excuses by saying, like, maybe his emotional manipulation brought people to Christ. I don't think that's like the right way to do things. <laughs> I'm just that it's. Yeah, that's my argument for this, too. OK, so. God doesn't need you to lie on his behalf. We've, we've talked about this a lot lately with this yes. idea that people think God needs you to. We talk about this with of Turin stuff. Yes, absolutely. It's yeah. kind of the same feel as that episode that we did. Mm -hmm. Don't need these things. But I think I wrestle because I don't know if he was just a shyster or if, you know, a con artist who wanted fame and money. I'm not sure. And I'm not I, even sure. You know what? It's it's literally the blood thing that makes me think that. Everything else I could believe. Mm. He he just read the Bible, followed things, and then made claims yeah. that he truly believed that he found yeah. the ark based on this not cubit measuring thing, right? It's all those yeah. things I could believe that he's just like he believes his own Whatever own, he believes, yep. he he sees something in the desert. It's a little different, and he actually does believe it. And that's not nefarious or bad or whatever. It's the whole right. blood thing because there's no way yeah. that this lab exists. There's no way no. that Jesus has got 24 chromosomes. No. Like all of that's crap. And if, mm -hmm. if it was every other claim, I could just believe. Yeah, maybe he's wrong, but he doesn't mean to be. He's possibly. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like he sees in the desert. He believes it. Doesn't matter if he's right or wrong. That's what he thinks. It's the blood thing that makes me go, oh, no, this guy is, uh, this guy's a, a, yeah. a what, what's the word I'm looking for? A con artist or a, I don't know, um, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah. there. So there's one story of this guy who wanted to give him money. And he was like, I'll give you $30,000, but I want you to take a lie detector test first. And Ron Wyatt was like, okay. And, you know, lie detector isn't whether the information necessarily it's is It's whether true you false. believe it or not. Yes, and he failed. Oh, so see, that's even worse. It is even worse. That's even worse. Even worse, in my opinion. It's even worse. You know what you're doing. You so know he knows that he's yeah. Well, I mean, again, it comes back to this this one yeah. claim here. Everything else I could believe yep. that he he actually believes it. This one I don't yeah. believe he believes it. No, no, because he didn't go that. to a lab. You know what I mean? He didn't he didn't go to a lab. There's no lab that. 
Oh, let's, and let's some am, let some amateur guy walk in and boss them around and tell right. them to put it in growth mediums and do those. That's do not that. a thing. No. That's not a thing. And also the the lab technician surely if they found what they he said he found, surely the lab technician had come to him and say, "Yeah, it's got 23 chromosomes from a woman and one from God." <laughs> That's not a thing they said. Not a you thing they I said. Mean? That's not. And especially in Jerusalem, probably not a thing right. that they're going to say. Yeah. Probably Jewish people, you know. Probably, probably not a not. thing. Probably yeah. not a thing. Um Oh, I lost my train of thought. But he, there were so many other things. So, like, he was the only one who could see it. Um, yeah, mom, nice one. So, Grammy got game. The lab would want to claim such special blood. They wouldn't hide from such an amazing discovery. Yeah, that's the, that's my thought, too. Yeah, even if they didn't believe in the Messiah, they would still be like, this is so, we found the craziest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. They would have, like, taken and made it like a, uh, you know, link like that missing link thing or made an argument out of that. But I don't think they would have just like, I don't know. I can I know. see in a world where they would cover this up, but I don't think this is what happened. He, he claims that a lot. So, okay. So many things here. His stories don't always match up. So in this story, he's saying that he took it to a lab in Jerusalem. There's another story where he took it home to Tennessee and had a lab do it there. There's, um, a story that the results either they wouldn't give them to him because it was so crazy or he had them, but he put them with the ark and it'll all be revealed. That's what he was told to do is put it with the ark and it'll all be revealed when all of this is supposed to be revealed at the right time. Mm -hmm. This is again, why I'm so much more likely to believe the temple Institute for this one reason. They're actually doing the steps right. for the third temple. Yes. They actually have the Levitical priest bloodline. They're hiding these people, right? They're training right. them. They have the heifers. They have the the cottons and the gold and the all the things they need for a third temple. And it's it's hard for me to believe that these people are putting that much effort into building the third temple without having that peace that they're claiming. I think they. This is why I believe they know where it's at, and where they claim it's at is not where Ron Wyatt claims it's at. No, so no, they say it's under the temple mount. Yeah, if there's anybody right. making a fantastical claim about the Ark that I believe, it's not Ethiopia for reasons no. we covered on our episode. It's not Ron Wyatt. It really, and I'm, maybe they're not telling the truth either, but they're the most credible in my mind because of the money and actions and the amount of the people who are behind. Are yeah, that's why they seem believable to me. But Agreed. Ron Wyatt does, does not. No, no. It gets, so his spiritual experiences in this are just compounded. So just a few of them. And again, because the more, you dig into this, the more he just has all these stories and, not, not, and no evidence. So he reportedly met Jesus. Um, he was wearing a handwoven garment and stated that he was on his way from South Africa to New Jerusalem. Um, there are accounts of numerous individuals who allegedly got in the way of progress with excavations or tried to enter the site for malicious purposes and they subsequently dropped dead. And of course he wasn't shut down when these people died. He got to just keep going, I guess. <clears throat> and then he entered the aforementioned art chamber four times and none of the visits did he actually see the arc with the naked eye. It was yeah. Can I? I wanted to talk about that. He claims yeah. that he's seen the ark, but then he also claims that he stuck a camera he, on a on a selfie stick through a hole. Yep. So there, and that it was um, too blurry to see what it was. Yep. All of his photos were too blurry. The videos he tried to take of it, none of them came out right. It's because it's like because it's a radioactive <laughs> generator, as right, the right, right, right. ancient tech people say. Um, Jess makes a good point. She says, listen, they couldn't even take tiny amounts of blood off the Shroud of Turin. Does he have gallons, gallons of this ancient blood? That's the thing is if, if he's claiming this, he would also have to, it would have to match with the Shroud of Turin, right? Unless he doesn't believe yeah. that the Shroud of Turin is real, but I think he believes everything is real. But he didn't find the Shroud, so maybe he doesn't believe it's real. He didn't claim that one. He didn't claim that one. As far as I can tell. The, yeah. And I believe that one. So <laughs> yeah. And I, I believe that one too. So. Um, can I tell you my favorite, just based on the stuff that we cover on our show, my favorite claim of his that's total crap yes. is that he found, he found Noah's wife 
Yes. And that she was a Nephilim. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which makes I didn't get no that sense. far into that. He, yeah, nope. he's well, there's a whole nope. video on YouTube of him showing this case of obviously fake bones. I mean, they don't <laughs> look real. And uh, well, he's so got old. this. They, they really don't look Just real. Kidding. They look like they were made in a child's art studio. He's got these <laughs> bones that he claims are foot bones from these different people. He found Noah's home and he found Noah's yes. uh, wife's, bar- yep. you know, tombstone and barrel. Sh- he found like uh, his his home with scratchings on the wall that like laid out the plans for the Ark of the Covenant. Like He's claimed some wilder stuff than this, actually, believe it or not. Like Noah's, but, Noah's home that had yes. the plans for the Ark. Yes. That wouldn't have been destroyed by the flood. Right. Right. Just checking. And his wife's tomb and his wife was over nine feet tall. Nice. Which would completely cut against the idea of the fact that they were the pure bloodline that did not have Nephilim DNA and was not, you know, giants. Right. Right. Oh, wow. It's pretty funny. It's they're all there. I mean, (laughs) you pick one and they're all pretty. Yeah. There's this book called um, Holy Relics or Revelation, and mm-hmm. it was written by two brothers. Have you heard of that book? Yeah. Okay. So they're going through, and they just have great lists of um, the evidence or lack of evidence and all the claims that Ron Wyatt has made. And because you mentioned that, I have mm-hmm. to go back to that too, because like, some of them of his discoveries, Noah's home and flood inscription at that site, like you said, fences from Noah's farm. <laughs> I was going to bring up the fence thing. Fences. <laughs> the, fe- the the flood that destroyed the world. His fences. His fences they held were up, good, though. though. They're and good. The inscriptions and the bones. Yeah. And good. I know. Um, anchor stones from Noah's ark. So the anchor stones that he claims to have found from the Durapinar site. Um were identified as Celtic, Celtic, like ritual stones um, that were used in that area that Christians later took and were like, yeah, this was for pagan worship, but we're going to take them now. And it was like a known thing, but he was saying, no, these are anchor stones from the Ark. Anyway, laminated deck timber from the Ark, Noah's altar, tombs from tombstones of Noah and his wife, the precise location of the Red Sea crossing, wheels from Egyptian chariots um, involved in the pursuit of the Israelites from Egypt, which some places say, like, nah, he just put those there. Also with that, they can't find bones and or skin or anything from the people of the Titanic. Yeah. Yet they think he's because yeah, anyway. That I was know. a that was an interesting. Yep. The book of the law written by Moses on animal skins, gold from the golden calf fashioned by Aaron, the ark of the covenant, tables of the 10 commandments, the tabernacle's table of the showbread, Goliath's sword, all of these in that in with the Can I can I ask a question about that really quick? He says that he found the tablets inside the ark, but he couldn't get in and open the ark. Right. So did his selfie stick like pry open the lid and like peek inside? Is that a loophole? Like if you well, no, legitimately he couldn't get a picture of it. He couldn't get a video of it. He couldn't go in and see it in person. Mm-mm. But he opened it and saw it was inside. Yep. I'm just. Yeah. I I know. Yeah. Go ahead. I know. I, it I, doesn't even hold up under his own scrutiny. Like no. And then just the the dried blood. Like those were some of the some yeah. of the things that he's claimed. So either he is a prophet himself to have found all of these miraculous things, you know, and, and divinely inspired by God, which I'm not saying couldn't happen, but no, I think this guy's full of shit, to be honest, he's just full of crap. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, I found that either people are super angry, like they just, this guy, they are so angered by this guy, or it's almost a cultish following behind Ron Wyatt too. Like it seems to be two extremes. And again, it's just weird. This is why we decided you and me had talked about this and decided to cover this because I had just dismissed this guy out of hand. And I think you had too. Yeah. And then there are people who I think actually do some really good work and have uncovered some really good truths that believe this guy. And I'm trying to understand why I think they're mistaken. I still think they do good work. I still like these people. I just think they're wrong. Yeah. 
I agree. And I'm not quite sure what it is necessarily that whether it's. It feels good. I don't. Yeah. I think yeah, that's all it is. Nice. It feels good. Well, this is what I was saying at the beginning of the episode, right? Is yeah, it's it's it, it's a feel good moment for Protestants to believe that there's this <clears throat> old covenant and new covenant coming together with the blood of Jesus on the Ark of the Covenant. I don't see that as being necessary personally. It's just like with a shroud. I actually believe the yeah. shroud. And if you want to watch our episode, we talked about why we believe the shroud is real. But I don't need to believe the shroud is real. Yep. It doesn't change exactly. anything for me. No, no. And if this is his way of bringing people to Christ, I think that's terrible. Because it, if, in the long run, it's not. In the, it, it, yes. I feel like it's going to do more harm than good. Exactly. Exactly. I think yeah. that that's the, that's the truth is um, if and, your faith is just built on this. And if you're worshiping these things that he found rather than God himself. That's like icon worship anyway, right? Yeah. But but you're, you know what, though? I'll even take it one step further. I don't think that if these are the things that brought you to faith, I think you would have came to it one way or another anyway. I don't think this mm. is actually convincing people. Yeah. I think this is something yeah. that people want to believe. Yeah. So, Good point. Know. That's a good point. No. And I guess that's my, like, maybe he was doing it for good reasons. Maybe. God can oh, use no, I'm not bad trying. people to do good things, right? Yeah. God could use Ron Wyatt's uh, false claims to emotionally touch somebody's heart, I guess. But I, I'm not a I'm not a believer in lying for God. Right. I, I don't think right. you have to lie for God. My faith is stronger than that. That I don't think you have to make up crap uh, to get people to believe. No, I agree. Yeah. Agreed. And you know, biblical archaeology, I would say, it's not flashy. You yeah. know, it's not it's not all these things and not that mm -hmm. it couldn't be or whatever, but um, things that we have found corroborate the Bible like you the, the there's tons that corroborates the Bible so much, so much. There's the curse tablets, which I want to talk about again soon because that's fairly new, mm -hmm. which I find absolutely fascinating. But if you but it's not the ark, so it's not as big and flashy as. But the that. things that you corroborate the Bible that are not as big and flashy are the things that are actually probably the most significant. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think it's easier to argue. I don't, I think if the Ark, for example, um, Noah's Ark was actually found um, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I still think there would be a shadow of a doubt and people would argue with it and people would, you know. Right. But like from the secularist standpoint, when they find out that the Bible talks about kings that they say, this doesn't match up to any other history. And then they find the other history and they're like, oh, and then they the Bible it. is a historical record of, of people and places and times and Jericho and, yes. and nations and kings and, and the line of David. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. So it's the non-flashy things that I think are actually more convincing to the secularist scientists than the, the arc, either arc, yeah, either Noah's one. Ark, the Ark of the Covenant. Doesn't yeah, matter. Sure. Yeah. Also, I, we this is how we know it's not true. Jess points this out. He opened it and he's still alive. Mm, okay. We saw what happened to the Nazis when they opened it. We, in that historical I document almost, called <laughs> called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Put a picture of that up. <laughs> but I was like, Ron no, White's I face can't didn't show melt that. off. He didn't right. find it. Yeah. He didn't find it. <laughs> uh, that's another thing I want to talk about at some point too. Is like. <laughs> <laughs> Your face melting off? No, the Nazis, Nazis and face like, is melting off. Nazis' faces. <laughs> yes. No, like all the um, things Hitler found or claimed to have found. Yeah. And his his obsession with that. They too. were deep into the occult. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Big time. Anyway, another subject for another time. Yep. But anywho, I mean, I don't think I really have to keep. There's there's more. There's so much you know that we can point to and say like. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I do love that he blames the Israeli government a lot for <laughs> why he doesn't have things. Like they didn't want me, they didn't want me to, they didn't want me to say it. I wasn't allowed to talk about it. I wasn't allowed to show anything because it would just start a war. And I was like, but yet you're talking <laughs> about it everywhere. Right. And yeah. So one one more Indiana Jones reference. Uh Nana C says like an Indiana Jones movie, the goblet from the Last Supper was the plainest amongst the others. Yeah, it's the non-flashy yeah, things, right? Thank you. Boom. Another, See, another great again. historical document, uh, The Last Crusade. That one, I think, is my favorite. <laughs> yes. But, yep. Yeah. But you're right. And I think that was so accurate. <laughs> uh, 
when we find the Holy Grail. I'm surprised he didn't claim that one. Maybe he did, but I don't think so. It's not on the list that I have in front of me, but it wouldn't surprise yeah, me if he did. But it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Why not go for it? Yeah. He claimed everything <laughs> else. Why not go for it? Anyway, do you have any questions or anything you want to add? I think we're going to go over to the chat and chat it up with everybody because I've been ignoring everybody in the chat, and I'm really sorry. Well, I just wanted to say thanks for having me on. This has been oh. uh, very fun. And uh, Jess, I own your show now. I've yeah. planted my flag. I've given the uh, <laughs> smallpox blankets to the natives that I don't want here. And this is this is mine now. So, <laughs> but <You can't. laughs> no, but for real. Uh, yeah, really. I appreciate you having me on. This was fun. Oh, thanks for jumping on here with me. Tonight I guess I'll let this. Jess come fun. back next week. I guess I guess you can. Whatever. I'm sure you'll be back. <laughs> I'm sure we'll make you come back. But thanks for doing it. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, so next week, I'm sure we're going to be talking about, uh, I guess we'll let Jess talk about the magnetic fields and ley lines. I'm super stoked about this one because I think uh, there's so much here too. I'm super excited to talk about that. Um, Jess is the one who promotes everything, guys. So I'm probably <laughs> missing. I'm probably missing everything. I'm just like, I'm here. And we're talking, <laughs> but I do appreciate everybody being here and listening to us go on about the shyster and <laughs> our opinions on it all. Uh, if you haven't joined us over on Rumble, you should come and do so and chat with us after the show because we get to be, you know, even more fun than we already are right now. And yes, on Monday, I guess we're doing it, Peach, unless okay. you can't. Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> We're going to be covering, we're going to be coming back with the, you know, it's been a minute, the Hawkhound book club. We're going to be talking about our predictions for Lightbringer because uh, the seventh, sixth, the sixth book in the Red Rising series comes out in a couple of weeks, Yeah, uh, just over three weeks. So we're going to be giving our predictions for that. I'm freaking excited. I haven't been this excited for a book ever, and I'm, I'm a nerd like that. So yeah, I'm stoked. I don't know yeah. if you've listened to any of our shows ever, but this is like a reference we all make like all the time. So we're conspiracy really Conspiracy Pilled this week. I'll promote us real quick. So uh, if you oh, guys are fine. not familiar with Conspiracy Pilled, all of our links are conspiracypilled.com. We're going to be talking to Vicki Joy Anderson on Wednesday about uh, sleep paralysis demons, which is going to be very interesting. And then Thursday we're having... Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this yet. We're going to be mm. talking about skinwalkers with a very prominent person. But he did it. Oh, I'm so excited. I think we can Both promote it. I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's in stone now. So It is now. Yeah. Look for that. <laughs> we'll post stuff about it. Sweet. So, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for being here. PJ, thank you. Thanks I didn't for call you me. any weird names. I, na I nailed it. <laughs> All right. All right. See you in the chat. <laughs>